Hey, Alana. It's our first show. First show, girl. Welcome to the Real Moms 2 podcast. That's T O O, not T W O. Hi, everybody. Hello. Oh my gosh. So exciting. Okay. So, how are you feeling? I'm sick. I'm real sick. But that's mommy life, though. It's you mommy life. You gotta keep it. rolling with it. Stuffy rolling. nose and all. You know? That was my movie growing up. Clueless, for those that don't know. That's the movie. If you don't know, you need to watch it. <laughs> so, welcome to our podcast. This podcast was started, what, we thought about this, what, like? May. May. And we are now in August. Hey, you know what? We here. We, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Is that, that we matters. here. So, I guess we purple. need to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we need to tell people why we're here. Okay, all right. We came up with this podcast, and really we related based on being like moms and everything that we go through. We talk about, we have our little group text, like, girl, these kids getting on my nerves. And we was like, you know what? We can't be the only people feeling like this. Hello? Hello. Maybe you feel like this. Maybe your friends feel like this. But in the end, we love our children, and so we just came up with a podcast, and we thought we wanted to share and hopefully discuss everything that we go through. So Yeah, and we would love for you guys to join the conversation, whether it's through Facebook, Instagram, texting us, if you know us personally, but we want this to be for moms, we want this to be for friends of moms, family members, the daddies, everybody. Yeah. So, a little bit about our podcast. Um, We're two moms discussing real-life issues and situations that we face all the time throughout our motherhood journey and in life in general, Like, because we're not just moms, we're women too. So, we hope that you expect to laugh and cry, but most importantly, relate, because at the end of the day, if you're nothing else, you're a real mom too, which is why we're Real Moms 2 Podcast. Right. Did yes. I miss anything? Yep. Nope, you got it, girl. <laughs> okay, okay, we rolling. So, Alana, you want to tell us about yourself? Sure. <laughs> My name is Alana Parks. I am from St. Louis, Missouri, but I reside in the Ohio. No, just kidding. I, I live in Columbus, Ohio. That's where I met Sia. I have four kids. My oldest is my bonus daughter, and I am a mother. I already said that, didn't I? My oldest is five, so I have two five-year-olds, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. Yep, we were tripping. We were just making babies, you know. And uh, I'm tired. (laughs) And we're done, Zone. Now, Zoe. You sure about that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. She nodded with a certain yes. Yes. Okay, that's cool. Another a different story for a different podcast. I am Sia Chekwa. I am originally from Akron, Ohio, but now I live here in Columbus with Alana. I have a husband (laughs) and a daughter, and she is 16 months, and boy, oh boy, is she something else. (laughs) But I love her, so hopefully, you'll eventually, throughout the show, maybe not this episode, but in future, meet our family and... As you continue to listen, you'll learn more about us and who we really are as women. But in the meantime, 
we just want you to know like we're excited that you're here and you tuned in and we hope that you um, continue to listen with us but a little bit more about our show so we started it because we're moms but it's more than just that like so we had this discussion one time when we were talking about um just the things that you go through after you have a kid and like your body and career choices and it just started to feel like oh my gosh like we aren't the only people but like where do people go to like share these things and feel comfortable being honest about mm-hmm. it the reality is yeah sometimes people judge you like mommy life is supposed to be perfect and some people have kids and the next day they're snap back and they're back working and they're making these little cookie cutter sandwiches <laughs> and packing their lunches and their kids are all dressed perfectly and i mean those are real moms but not everybody is like those that those are insta moms okay <laughs> Insta moms. Well, you know, some people <laughs> just good. For, good for you, Insta mom. Not this one, okay? Yes, but not saying that we can't be that, nor do we not aspire. But <laughs> the reality is, we wanted to convey that there are moments where you just don't have it all together, and sometimes you feel like you're failing at the whole situation. Like I just. She was good one minute. Now she's not good. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then you start to feel like this is terrible. And then five minutes later, you're like, I'm killing the mommy game. I'm killing it. Okay. Boop. Put a pin in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we just hope that, you know, as you walk this journey with us, and we are by no means experts at all. Not at all. We're not not saying that we are we're not here to give you preach to you and give you a bunch of tips although we'll we'll give you what we what we go through but we're not here to tell you that we know everything we just hope to share with you so you can feel like you can relate and you're not in it alone yeah because you know at the end of the day everybody mommy's different that's true what i mean by that is what works for you works for you and what doesn't work for you does not work for you and that's awesome because me and Sia agree with some things we're on the same page with a few things, but then there's things where I'm like, why'd she do that? Or she's probably like, mm, if I was her mom, I might not, you know. And that's okay. But at the end of the day, like she mentioned, nobody tells you about post-pregnancy. You know, you always hear about those nine months while the baby's in your womb, but then you're like, okay, the baby's here now. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> which brings us to a perfect topic for today, which is breastfeeding. So, breastfeeding... The joy and the ups and downs of breastfeeding. (laughs) Yeah, so coming up is Black Breastfeeding Week. It is Black Breastfeeding Week. Currently, it's International Breastfeeding Week. I found that out via Instagram. Oh, okay. So, do that include us? Because I feel like I'm... We is international, too, I'm from, like, England. I know it's some British in me. You know, Girl. like, I love London. It's, like, one of my favorite places. And I like the little cute little hats and like, the, <laughs> the chic outfits. I feel like I know I'm British. Okay, you can't tell me. Let me hear the accent, girl. Oh, Cheerio. No. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. So, that yes. sounded a little Australian. Okay, I quit. <laughs> anyway, Black Breastfeeding Week is August 25th through the 31st. And we just thought that it would be a great time to discuss breastfeeding. So, for the record, we did breastfeed our children. Alana is still in the struggle. Still in the struggle. Or in the good. No, it's a struggle. (laughs) She had it right. My daughter is now 15 months. 
And <laughs> I just want to mention that to you. Like, oh, soon as she turned 12 months, I'm done. Yeah, right. My baby was like, uh-uh, you thought you was done. No, ma'am. Here we are, still 15 months. And, yes, I breastfed her. I breastfed my second child. My first child, I started with breastfeeding. But he and I didn't make it too long. We tried, though. We we did. We did a little. We was mixing it up, you know. Little formula, little breast milk. Little formula, little breast milk. Little formula is like, it's like a wrap. It's like a wrap, you know. Formula, breast milk. Formula, breast milk. So, with Black Breastfeeding Week coming up, we thought we should talk about it, but but, but it's just so timely, y'all. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I think, like, the Lord opened up the gates of heaven for us to, like, send down a blessing because Alana's Facebook post was going ham. So, Hammer. For, for any of y'all that don't follow her, you should follow her. <laughs> and I think we shared it on our... Real Moms 2 Facebook page. The actual image, not yes. the post. Yes. But anyway, so maybe I'll let Alana tell the story. And I'm going to just add lib because it's juicy. Yeah, it went down, um, down in on the what deal. I thought was going to be, like, the most beautiful picture ever. So my three-year-old, you know, she's obviously breastfed. And she's watched her younger sister breast- breastfeed as well. And I typically, you know, especially when I'm at home, I just, you know, Pull my breast out, let my baby feed whenever she's hungry. So my daughter, she comes in with her baby and her baby doll, should I say, and she's breastfeeding her. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so cute. So I snap a picture and I post it on Facebook. And I put, like, she decided to breastfeed her baby doll. Love it. Well, everybody else did not love it. Not everybody. <laughs> Mostly my family. Okay, I just I just needed her to clarify. Yeah, it was it was definitely the fam. You know, the one the people that you think are going to just kind of support you and like have your back. Nah, my family cutthroat too. My family is extremely opinionated. Everybody has an opinion. So what did they say? Tell them what they say. Tell them what they say. Okay, well first off, one person was like, I don't know. You know, I don't know how to feel about this. It was a guy. He's a friend. And he was like, I don't know how to feel about this. And I said, you know, those are valid feelings. He basically was just saying how if his daughter was were to do this, he would kind of be upset. And I was just trying to explain to him, you know, I understand. That's kind of normal to feel that way because obviously breastfeeding isn't as normal, especially True. with us black folk. You know what I mean? Um, but we just kind of talked about, I tried to explain to him that it's important for me to see, for my daughter to see me breastfeeding, and I loved that she was doing it because, one, maybe it will encourage her to breastfeed when she has kids one day. And also, to me, it shows her that her body is her own Mm -hmm. and that, you know, that she just has this kind of self-confidence that I just love about her, and she's only three years old. Where my family was like, I don't understand (laughs) why you need to just breastfeed all out in public without covering or going into another room. So... Me and Sia laugh, but this podcast may or may not be called to cover or not to cover. <laughs> that is the question. Yeah. Um, she gave y'all, like, a nice ring. I'm not even going to lie. And I really was, like, just reading it. But you know how you find some, like, posts on social media and you're like, ooh, and then you, like, share it so somebody else could be like, ooh, with you? That's how it was. Like, literally, okay, so one thing is 
we're not saying that you could do whatever like you have to cover don't have to cover but we're just saying like let it be your choice it's your choice like it's, it's your choice but she was getting like it was like in the boxing match she was getting punched left and right boom boom <laughs> boom, bow, 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 bow. boom and it was like dang and it just brought up a bigger point like why do we even feel this way about breastfeeding? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, people walk around with their chichis out all the time. You, you got your bikinis on. And those are some things that I mentioned in my post, you know. So my aunt is the one who kind of was just like, I just don't understand, you know, I breastfed all my babies, and I would just go to another room where I would just put on a blanket, and if it's too hot, I put on a light blanket. And I just was saying, fine, that's your choice. Good for you. But why shame me? Because yeah. that's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like body shaming when you're just trying to feed your child, but yeah, you're like, ugh, why you gotta do that? Ugh, that's so nasty. Ugh, is that a breast? Is that a nipple? <laughs> is that an areola? I'm like, dude, you got one too. You know what it looks like. Maybe, yeah, but maybe the yeah. anxiety <laughs> that happens inside of me when it when I get that type of yeah. People, like, that attack, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm already stressed out. I'm around my family. If I can pull my breast out in front of anybody, I would think it would be y'all. <laughs> they don't want to see them things, kids. Clearly. They sagging that little <laughs> mug right now. Hello. Just following. You don't got to sweep no more because it just. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> so. Long story short, though, the it was a battle for real. And I'm, like, trying not to throw my family under the bus at the same time while discussing it. But it helped us open up some more discussions about body shaming and rape culture in general. Because what happens is our bodies have become so sexualized that people see breastfeeding and equate it to sex. But why is that? Like, what? Where did that, like... Like, boom, boom. Like, how we get to A to B, like, like, just like that? Or actually, A to Z. It really but is Maybe it's Z. B because it's a breast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I tried, you know. But no, seriously, that's a great question, though. It's because it's like, when you just put it down to his, just at the end of the day, what are you doing? Feeding your child. Yeah. You're just feeding your child. And... Let's just take the nipple out of it. Let's take the areola out of it and just call it what it is, feeding my child. Yeah. Whether I have a cover or not. And it's skin. I mean, I, I, I don't show cleavage like that no more. But back in the day, I used to have a little, little, <laughs> little skin showing. And you I know? feel like that's all you see when yeah. you're breastfeeding. Like, once the baby is eating... You don't see anything. It now, is like I'm a not crop top. Lie. It's like a crop top. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a coverer, but to an extent. I, I would cover when she was younger, but I'm not going to lie. Who Jesus. This one time we were at church, and Alana and I go to the same church. Um, but I went to church. She had to be like two months or something. And that girl was mad. Like, she was, like, half sleep, half awake. But she was, like, moving her mouth, like, back and forth, looking for my nipple. And I'm like, I can't get it in there because I can't see your face. <laughs> and I didn't want my cover to, like, fall. So my husband, Chimdi, was holding the cover for me. And I'm sweating. Like, for yeah. some reason, it's, it's called anxiety. gave me hot flashes. So, like, <laughs> literally from, like, that first, like, letdown, mm-hmm. I would get hot flashes every yeah. time she would, like, or start thirsty. eating. Oh, my yes, gosh. Like, I get my my throat. I'm like I'm so 
parts right now. Where's the water? Where's I tell my water? husband, like, go get the water right like, now. I would get hot flashes. Then, girl, I took that dang old cover off, and my baby hair was, like, dripping. <laughs> I felt like an abuser. Like, what happened to her hair? She, it's like, it was, like, beautifully Did laid. She, was she curling those, up? Yes, it was all curled up. And then she looking at me like, Bobby, why you put me under this black cat? And I was thinking, like, dang, like, I'm in here struggling, but, you know, we in church, and you, mm-hmm. you just don't want to, like, have your brother stumble. No, wait, wait. What does my aunt and grandfather call it? Exposed. You don't want to have yes. your breasts all exposed. Exposed. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. I'm a little self-conscious about yeah. my chichis, so yeah. I was like, let I, me know, cover them. That's but I got point. better, though. Mm-hmm. I got better because I wasn't about to have my baby sweating, and it was already giving me hot fashion, so I just got tricky with wearing two shirts. Yep. Like, give me mm-hmm. a little cami underneath, so I would pull it down underneath yeah. and pull my shirt up so you can't even see really nothing. Can't anything at and all. she was eating, and it was fine, and she wasn't sweating anymore. So that's what I started doing. That's a good point, though, that you brought up, though, because yeah. I didn't. I wasn't this confident with Tyson. My okay. first, my oldest, oh, no. Like, first off, I only made it to, like, maybe nine months. And even then, I was supplementing. Maybe nine months? Hello. I that's an achievement. Remember. I mean, it was. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is, like, it was, I was supplementing with formula, too, though. Oh, yeah. So we was kind of doing a little bit of both. I would, like, mix it. But I was okay. working, which stressed me out a lot. Yeah. My first job out of college another podcast for another day (laughs) and let's not let's not make people who don't breastfeed feel wrong like the reality is like we know the stats like breastfeeding is more nutritious like your body naturally produces it if the body the baby already is naturally inclined to Mm -hmm. do it Mm -hmm. not saying that it's easy in the beginning i cried real thug tears okay all three babies (laughs) (laughs) yeah it gets rough sometimes like breastfeeding this topic can like go on for like four episodes because there's so many things that you just don't know but the reality is what we're saying is that we don't want you to feel like bad for doing it or not doing it and however you choose to do it like Mm -hmm. the the point is to have a healthy baby and if we could grasp that concept and I'm not gonna lie I did not grow up seeing people breastfeed. Like, that was not... My auntie said they did, but I'm like, I really don't remember. Me and my cousins are like five and ten years plus apart, so I really don't remember what they were doing. And if she was covering up, I probably didn't understand the fact, like, oh, there's a baby eating under there. Yeah, me either. (laughs) I did. Listen, I'm not going to lie, and this is no offense, but a lot of my Caucasian friends... (laughs) You know, yes, we gon' we just gonna be very politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> but that's who I thought breastfed. Not nobody mm-hmm. in my community. Like that's not what I saw. I didn't even know. Like that was to me, you either Caucasian or rich. Like you know, that's funny you say that because formula costs so I much. Know. Girl, you so know how much. much that stuff costs? I do, actually. And that's why I was determined with my second and third child to figure it out. Because with Tyson, I was like, dude, this is like $40 for two cans. And uh-huh. he... And they're not big boy, When I tell you Tyson ate, I mean, he eat like a grown man now and he <laughs> five. But he would tear those bottles up. And we were just like, okay, this next baby, whatever we got to do. Whatever it takes, by any means necessary, (laughs) we're going to breastfeed this baby. (laughs) But let me tell you, I just want to rewind, though, because I am thinking it's bringing back thoughts of when he was a baby, my first child, and he breastfed. And I remember being in tears. It's like something happens. You're at the hospital. Life is great. (laughs) 
You there for those three the days? The nurse, crying? you know, you got your little football hold down perfect. You got all your holes good. Holds, L-H-O-L-D-S, by the way, <laughs> not hose. <laughs> but anyway, soon as you get home, I don't know if you had this. Soon as I got home, you're like, why is this baby latching on? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I cry. I can't feed my baby. My baby ain't eating. And then, so you're like, okay, well, my breasts are engorged, so let me pump. Girl, I pumped. That was a bad decision. I'm quite sure. Well, no. Well, it was and it wasn't. So I pumped because I was engorged. And I swear, like, an ounce came out. So, mind you, when I had my kid, I was literally, like, the only person. I was 23. None of my friends had kids. I didn't have nobody to talk to. I'm here in Columbus by myself. And we didn't have the black breastfeeding group, which we have on Facebook that we're a part of now. We didn't have that when I had my son, right? So I'm like, I have pumped one ounce. I'm going to starve my baby. I had no idea that that was like a lot for a newborn yeah. baby. They were, you I caught, know what came out when I pumped? What? A drop. <laughs> I said, this all she been eating this whole time? <laughs> I didn't pump the first time till she was like eight weeks. I'm like, first off, oh, the she thing, was eight weeks, girl. This is like four days the old. The thing was on for like twenty minutes. A drop, wow, came out, and I was like, see, I would have freaked out. Okay, well, you know, but thank God for yeah support the breastfeeding group because I'm not gonna lie, like as supportive as my husband and my mother were. They ain't know what they was talking about. Not a name, nothing. <laughs> they were like, and see, a mama and nurse, y'all, maybe. Well, she works in a hospital. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but, but shout out to Mom Dukes, okay? She was like, you should try to pump so she can have a bottle. And I'm like... Oh, and then you only pumped a, a little drop. You I probably was like, was like... And he was, my husband was already like, you always feeding her. Sorry, boo. I know he gonna say, I do not sound like that. <laughs> but this is how I tell stories. I'm, I make a voice, okay? It may not be the right voice, but this is the voice I'm gonna choose. Anyways, he was like, you always feeding her. I wanna feed her a bottle. When you gonna let me feed her a bottle? You're hugging her. I'm like, okay, well, they said that I shouldn't pump so soon because I don't want to get engorged. Like, I was really trying to follow it to the T because yeah. I was terrified. Like, I heard stories of engorgement and, like, all that stuff, and I was really stressed. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait. Plus, I was trying to enjoy my time. I'm not going to lie. I was bless being you. selfish because Girl, um, she really – I wanted my milk supply to come in for real, mm-hmm. and I was really nervous about how I was going to regulate because, honestly, I didn't know what breastfeeding was like, so I didn't know if I could really get – whatever I was supposed to get. So I was like, let me just follow it by the book and, and see what I could do. And then hopefully, you know, it comes out the way it's supposed to come out. And it, it worked that way, so it was fine, but he was not. So when I did that pump and that little drop, I was like, Jesus, this is going to be a long journey. And you were like, you ain't about to give my baby no bottle and have my baby starving. <laughs> and I was nervous that if I gave her a bottle, like she wouldn't relatch or something. Like it was just a See, lot. I didn't know about any of those things when they had Tyson. I just was like, they told me to pump. I mean, you know, give them the breast. And I knew they had the lactation help at the hospital and things, but, so you know, you call her. She, she needs to correct it. Like, now things are different. We understand. But, you know, at that time. So that's even no, that's encouraging. Like, yeah. That like, was that's five my point. years like, ago. You can do it. Even if you didn't make it. 
12 months with the first baby, it's okay. It's a new baby, new day. And you should just take it. Literally, I had to tell myself, take this one day at a time. Because I was sleep deprived. Girl. And, and let me say, did you have the scars? Girl, I had scars on my nipples and everything. And then they going to tell oh me, just keep feeding her. How? Like she's it's literally crack. sucking the skin off of me. Literally. <laughs> I said, my, my nipple is bleeding. It was that terrible. ointment? Oh my god! And then I felt like okay. it was just all in her mouth, just like all in there, and she was just—that's all she was eating. I'm like, I don't, I'm trying to lather it on. I wanted to just, you know, it's like thick and stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Plug. If you are pregnant and you are about to have a baby, take whatever they give you at the hospital. No, that take ointment, double and triple. Tri- and put it in a baby bag and be like, oh, I ran out. Can I'm I get some more? We're not saying you should steal, but I mean, Look, you it's know, not stealing. Steal it. You paying you for, paying it. for it. <laughs> One way or another. Your insurance bill go cut. Either your insurance paying for it, which you pay for your insurance, or mm-hmm. somebody going to be paying for it. Get all that stuff because at all the end of, of the day, if you don't get it, like you really... Like, you're going to regret it because we're going to have to do a whole episode on, like, what, what to take. To, oh, my goodness. What to what to expect after that baby come out your hoo-ha, okay? Or your stomach, whatever. Uh, but as soon, I mean, like, from the moment it comes out. Because <laughs> they don't tell you these things. They don't tell you nothing. We need to have, okay, so moving forward, y'all let us know what y'all need to know because... I'm going to be honest. Like, it says real moms, too. We're going to have you set, okay? If you're pregnant, you're going to be like, yes, girl. They Real moms, too, got me hooked up because they had all the details. And if we don't, I'm going to ask somebody because we need to know. Like, Mm -hmm. we all have different pregnancy stories and delivery stories. But I'm not kidding you. Like, so I have a lot of, like, we're in our... 20s. Well, somebody is. I'm not. I'm 30. I'm 25. Okay. 29. Fine. Whatever no. you want to say. She swears that she's like 10 years younger than me, but she is not. I look it. I'm just kidding. I'm so playing. <laughs> we both look <laughs> we super look, young. We do. I guess you probably. Well, anyways. But reality is, there's. I have a lot of friends that are pregnant, and they're like, so what should I expect? I'm going to be asking you out of this. And I'm like, girl, no. I ain't going to tell you till you real pregnant. Not not in the <laughs> beginning. They're like, I'm two weeks pregnant. No, I ain't telling no, you nothing. Nothing. You They're can like, still have a drink. I'm trying to have, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. We're not encouraging that. Do you, boo. <laughs> like, why didn't you tell me all this before? And I'm like, because if you did, nobody would have kids. Nobody. Like, nobody. oh my goodness. Nobody. And I'm not scaring you for the people who aren't pregnant or or never want to have kids but you know like listen there's kids everywhere you you had to get here some kind of way right right who jesus i'm just glad they don't tell you the whole truth well i mean but they should tell you a lot of things because the reality is scary like this whole journey is scary it's very scary that's why i mean seriously i remember just being she looked like like, she having flashbacks y'all seriously like (laughs) i can't feed my baby i'm starving my child he about to die. <laughs> just, That's literally just, like, just you just immediately think that. And I'm like, he's four days old. Ain't nobody here but me and Realist. We weren't married or nothing. He a new daddy too. <laughs> you know? He don't know what to do. The girl, they don't be doing nothing. I, when I was trying to get um, Elia to latch, my daughter, Elia, that's her name. Um, oh, It would be like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Chimdi, 
um, can you help me? Because I couldn't even mm-hmm. hold her. And mm-hmm. I ain't even going to tell you. I couldn't even sit up because my stuff was on fire. Okay, I ain't had those problems. It was, I'm sorry, girl. It was hurting, okay? Mm, it was sorry. hurting. It was real, like, DEFCON, whatever. <laughs> whatever the bad one, five, two, whatever. That's what it was down there, okay? So <laughs> trying to sit up was like a slow motion, like, mm. let me slowly move back. Let me slowly get the pillow and had to put it under my butt and my back because it was just all sore. Mm. And she's, like, trying to latch and stuff, and I'm like, okay, um, how am I supposed to hold her? But I will say, I got, and I'm not trying to, like, plug anything, but I'm going to plug this. That breast friend pillow, mm. oh, my, that saved me. Is that the one that goes right up under you? Like, you kind of can... Yes, it has, like, a strap, so it straps oh. to you so you don't have to hold it. It, like straps mm. and it's like a foam that's like more supportive I know which one you're talking about than the boppy pillow so yeah I like had the, the boppy, boppy pillow thing the boppy and when the baby little it they too short yeah. baby like you like you so gotta like really the breast friend one I didn't take it to the hospital which I should have so I could practice while they were there while I was with the nurses and the lactation consultants but when we got home that was so much easier than with yeah. the pillows because she's so little I'm trying to hold her, get my breast and all yeah. that and I would have to put prop up three about three pillows sometimes. But you mentioned something that's very useful that again, first pregnancy wasn't didn't really know much about second and third. I'm like, I'm calling y'all every day. The lactation consultants. Oh, yes. They are amazing. Some of them will come to your house. Yes, they and will. help you out. You can go to them. Yes. Use them. Just like don't feel like you're by yourself. Trust us. Latching it's it's it is challenging, you know. It can hurt sometimes. Well, let's explain what latching means because mm-hmm. I feel like some people are like, "What? What is that latching? What does that mean?" So I'll let you do that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Webster dictionary um, description. So for me, latching is when the baby is fully on the nipple area, the breast part. It was really... So, honestly, if they're on the nipple, they're probably doing it wrong. Yes. If they're just kind of sucking on your nipple, it's not right. And that's true, because I didn't know that. You know, Me you either. always think about breastfeeding. I'm talking like, you think it's like a cow, and it's just a little, lip, little nipple. No. No, they got to the have that whole, whole breast in their mouth, the areola, all of that And then you think that the they suffocate, and, but that's how it's supposed to be, yeah. so that it don't... Because if it's just that, that nipple, nipple, oh... Now, that's when that real pain hits. <laughs> Talking about real moms, too. Real pain, too. Okay. I'm having flashbacks. Girl. Oh, my God. And then trying to unlatch her when it's wrong. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. So, you want to make sure that the baby has, like, a big mouthful. And my second and third child, I call them lazy eaters. <laughs> they would keep falling asleep. I'm like, wake up you so you can eat. eat. So, a lot of people do say, well, should I wake the baby up to eat? At certain ages, Yes. yes. Now, if it's in the middle of the night and that baby three, four weeks old and you're trying to get that sleep and she he or she hasn't woken up, and they let them sleep. And they hit that weight mark. Look, you let good. them sleep. You might wake up in a puddle, though. Be ready for the puddle of milk. Yes. That you may wake up. Well, they up tell in. you, like, it's, as long as they hit their, they keep hitting their weight and they're growing and they're getting those clean poop and pee diapers. Then you're good then to you're go. Then you're good to go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, and, and it's, the reality is, like, it's a natural thing, but it does not come natural. And I can't say that, that enough. Like, you said that so beautifully. Well, thank you. Can you say it one more time? Okay, I'll say it. Okay. 
<laughs> Breastfeeding is natural, but it does not come naturally to you. It does not. And the baby has to learn, too, even though they kind of, like, naturally, mm-hmm. like, gravitate to your breast because of the smell and all that. They don't know what they're doing either. No. So y'all both are in a learning situation, and it's just, that's one thing, even though it was difficult, that I really enjoyed, like, you know. I'm learning something new with my baby, and we're both growing. And so we're connecting kind of way. Like, it's yeah. like when you go to school with okay. your best friend. Now, I will say, though, that was never me. Some oh. some people are like, yeah, I feel this big bond with my child. I solely breastfed because formula costs too much. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Like, you so cheap. Formula costs so much. I'm just like... I'm I not going to lie. I was feeling that way, too. But I really... So because I did not see anyone breastfeeding and my husband did because he's Nigerian and um, his family all of his family and like even in other countries yeah. across the world it's just something that you do like formula that is isn't crazy even that a cultural thought. difference and wow. so because that's what he was brought up and he was very adamant even when we're dating like you don't even know we gonna get married like you're gonna breastfeed like er, you can't tell me what to do <laughs> you don't know this is my body and at the time I, because i hadn't i didn't know any information and i never saw i'm like i ain't doing that that's it was like only white people do that <laughs> Yeah, I probably did say that. I probably did. I probably did. Like, no, that's for rich people (laughs) or white people. Isn't that crazy? Because going back to slavery, the rich people definitely used to use us black folk as well. That's true. And that's probably why we don't Don't do it. We're like, heck no, I've been doing that for 400 years. I'm done. Well, not me, but my, my ancestors, you ain't about to have me doing that. Right, yeah, but and they probably pass it down like, "Don't you be breastfeeding them white folk, baby." <laughs> Girl, I don't know whose family you've been talking to, but they do not say that. They sounded just like they good. <laughs> no, they did. You better, you better give them a bottle. Your body is your own. Well, and then I think too, you gotta think in our culture, a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of single moms. Not that it's not in other cultures, but I think where I grew up, there was a lot of single moms. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have time to think about, yeah, we're going to do this. Leave. So, like, maternity leave, what's that? Yeah, they didn't have that time. Maybe six weeks and that's it. And now the culture is shifting where women are getting more time off. Um, and The men get time off, too. I know, and that's, like, unheard of 10, 20 years mm-hmm, ago. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I had a baby yesterday. And now you're like, oh, okay. I do want to talk about that a little. So my oldest is my stepdaughter. And I remember when she was a baby, she was like four months old, mm-hmm. and my husband really just wanted to spend time with her. He wasn't my husband at the time. I know that don't sound right. Another <laughs> podcast for another day. Um, he wanted to spend time with her, and she kept saying, like, she doesn't take the bottle, um, I can't pump, things like that. And at the time, I remember being so, we were so frustrated, like, she's lying. Yeah. She just don't want you to spend time with the baby. But now looking back, we're like... She probably was definitely telling the truth. More importantly, it was little things that none of us knew. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. she wasn't taking the bottle because you were trying to feed the bottle. That's one thing I learned is a lot of times babies don't take bottles from mom. Yeah. Especially if it's a breastfed baby. They're like, no, I want that milk out of your body, out of your nipple. It's warm already. I like that nipple Mm -hmm. better than that nipple. Like, they, they know. So, yeah, definitely. And... I think it's just difficult when you think about, like, all the things and why it's not. Yeah. Like, so 
so successful in the black community. So that's why so Black Breastfeeding Week is so important to raise that awareness so that people know, like, hey, I could do this. Like, I know I may not have seen anyone do this. Mm-hmm. I know I may not have heard of this. But now there's so much support. There is. There is. Like, you can get it from your hospital. There's lots of community organizations now. We have, like, black, what is it? Black lactation consultant. Sorry, y'all. But it's the stands for... B-L-A-C. C. Two Cs. One. Uh-uh. Girl. We're going to have to Google it, but not now. But anyways, black really... Had it not been for them and the women that created their group, I think I probably wouldn't have been able to do it because even though I was so determined to do it, I did not even I read and everything, but the there's so many things even like from that's even different from like when you first get home to like when they're six months that yeah, just changes, changes and it's like I cannot even begin to like know where to research that information. Yeah. I mean it's out there now and even now hospitals like send you home with a lot of stuff so the support and if you're anything like me you're not going to read it that's true you're not going to read it but at least now (laughs) there's groups to supplement somebody you can call or text you know a simple instant message and the hospitals are doing a much better job than they were even five years ago yes i saw a complete difference from when i had tyson from when i had azora so what was the difference I mean, just like, for instance, when I had Tyson, they were like, do you want a pacifier for him? Sure. (laughs) Gave him a pacifier. With Azura, they were like, we are actually encouraging moms not to give the baby pacifier. I was Mm -hmm. like, what? That's so different. And why By the way, she won't take the pacifier now. (laughs) And, um, well, the reason why is because of nipple confusion. Oh, yeah. Nipple confusion. They could have it. And you just don't want to chance it, especially if you're breastfeeding. Because you want to keep your milk supply up. Okay. And I do want to shout out the exclusively bottle feeding mommies out there. So I have some friends who use, pump their milk out and only give a bottle. And at first I was like, I don't understand. Like, you would rather sit there and pump. And for me, it doesn't make sense. But for them, it makes perfectly great sense. And I'm like, go ahead, girl. But they like. This is hurt, you know, so I'd rather just pump it out, put it in the bottle. Then that really helps daddy get involved, too. Yeah. Dad can kind of help a lot out, a lot more, too, when you're able to pump that milk out. Yeah, and it can, it creates bonding. And it gives you a break because sometimes you just really want to go to sleep. Yes. And you can't yes. if you don't. And take advantage of that. If daddy is like, I just want to spend time with the baby, get that, get that man that baby. You know what I mean? Allow him that time because I think sometimes as moms, we know, like, oh, we're the nurturers. We get into these stigmas that we don't think, like, dad wants that opportunity, too. He wants to be able to spend time with the baby, hold yeah. the baby, nurse the baby, whatever it is. And so those are just important things to think about. Yeah. Oh, so I found it. It's Black Lactation Circle in Central Ohio. So we're here in Columbus, Ohio, and that is our support group. But I'm sure that there's other groups across the country. Um, I think there's a a huge, like, several thousand mm-hmm. people in the group on Facebook that is a breastfeeding support group. And it's all races. This one is just catered to some minorities in Central Ohio just because, we, like we said, like, we don't have, we didn't have, like, a long history like other demographics did of breastfeeding support. Like, maybe back, like Alana said, back in slavery, yes, but then after that, somewhere along the line, it wasn't yeah. as common. And so like, it's good to have saw the groups. backlash from my family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then, like, just, yeah, it's just, yeah. If, you're, if you are a breastfeeder 
we want you to be encouraged like don't give up like the reality is it's good for your body but also too don't feel pressure to do it i think that's yeah, important to say because some is. people feel like so defeated when they have to stop for whatever reason like some at the end of the day a healthy mommy makes for a healthy baby and if yes. you're struggling to the point where you're like i can't think straight i can't concentrate like i'm just feel like i'm being failing. used yeah. or even you i feel yeah. like that a lot like my body is not my own this yeah. baby is always on me so yeah like if you need to stop you know do it do you whatever works for you we just want to encourage you to be the best you whether it's breastfeeding bottle feeding formula similac I don't know. Whatever they you decide. Make oh yes, girl. Oh, yes, girl. I know now all they got them. all kinds of stuff. I'm it's not actually gonna, confusing. I have some. My youngest sister is 16. Oh my gosh, that sounds so funny. But she, when she was a baby, I still remember like the different types of formulas, mm-hmm. and she had to do like soy because she had like a dairy issue. But now I go down that aisle and I don't recognize I don't none of that stuff. stuff. I don't know what I was to tell like, you. that was not there <laughs> when she was born. That was just 16. I know people are like, oh, I got that so long ago. But it's not. Yeah. In time, that's not that long. So it's like, wow. Like, even that, now they're making healthier formulas too. Like, they're doing like organic stuff, trying to do better. So I think everybody now is understanding like the importance of healthy babies all around and just like yeah. regulating and like more laws and policies are getting passed so that's just awesome like I'm, yeah. I'm here and I never thought I would be like hoo hoo go breastfeeding but I'm like yes I'm the cheerleader in the back like B yes. R E. okay don't spell out that whole word that's a long word like, <laughs> but I feel you like it there you see the change coming you can go in the airport now and find a lactation room yeah. it may not be in your terminal <laughs> But, but it's they there. have one. You it's know, there. we're making progress. And now companies are um, providing um, pump yeah. rooms yes, for women are. now. Like, that is huge. Which sometimes can be a nap room if you need it to be. Uh-huh. Let me show that. Okay. <laughs> do, not get, do not let Alana get you fired on your job. Just use it to well, pump. Like you, you just said it. Mommy, happy mommy, happy baby. Healthy so mommy, to, healthy so baby. So go to sleep on your job while you You pumping. might need a little break. You might. Because you know, pumping, pumping makes you tired. Yes. Breastfeeding makes you tired. I would literally yes. doze off like, uh-huh. oh, Jesus. <laughs> it would make me pass out. Yes. So I'm glad that we had this chat. Yes, girl. Oh my gosh, that was so awesome! It was. Was this our first? Are we about to conclude our first? We episode? are. Oh my. Rah rah go! Black Breastfeeding <laughs> Week again is August twenty yes. fifth through the thirty first. Post your pictures, covered, uncovered. Whether it's going to be on our real mom at real moms two Instagram, Facebook page, Twitter, Twitter, all of not Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> Real Moms 2 with T-O-O, not T-W-O. So follow us. Like um, our post. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. We should do better. Help us to get better. We want this to be all moms podcast and moment to like get some information, laugh, talk, cry. But most importantly, just remember that you're a real mom too. And Whatever you're going through, you are not alone. I'm quite sure if we haven't been through it, we have plenty of friends that have. So definitely be encouraged in your journey. Don't forget to follow us, like us, share us. Again, Real Moms 2, T-W-O, that's R-E-A-L, Moms, M-O-M-S-T-O-W, Real Moms 2, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Am I forgetting anything? 
don't no. think so. <clears throat> nope, but real moms, T-O-O. Did I say T-W-O? T-O-W. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where she was spelling y'all, Girl, but we're going to figure that out. <laughs> I'm probably tired. That's that mommy brain. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's real. It still stays even 16 months after after your baby turned. I think that was a little bit of sh- just a little bit of shade. I really think I that was. Just, no, it wasn't, girl. I think it was. I'm here. I think know? it was like <laughs> she still got mommy brain 16 hey, months later. Tell her to put her sunglasses on, y'all. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining in. We love you. We can't wait to hear from you. Thank you. Love you. Bye.